Welcome, and thank you for joining me on Graceful Exposure. This podcast is about exposing God's grace through every season of our life. I'm your host, Denisha Patterson, and my hope is that you can allow God's grace to flood your heart wherever you are today. Grab a cup of coffee and settle in your favorite spot. You deserve it. I hope you're encouraged by what you hear today. Hi friends, I've just finished recording chapter two of From Grief to Grace, and I wanted to take a moment just to share my heart with you, so I guess we'll call this a bonus segment from chapter two of From Grief to Grace. And I read the last paragraph of the chapter, and it really took me back to being a teenager. and how we always have this misunderstood, preconceived notion that our life should look a certain way. We should dress a certain way, have a certain group of friends, be able to do certain things and speak certain ways by a set timeline. And I remember feeling lost when I was in that stage of life and I felt it necessary just to kind of share my heart with another girl that may be in that stage at this time, or even a young boy that may be in that stage. There is no perfect family. Even the families that we feel are perfect, as a pastor's wife, I hear that a lot. People that my husband counsels with will make this assumption that our family is perfect and of course we're not we have our own flaws we are human we are flesh my children aren't perfect i don't want my children to feel that they have to be perfect just because their dad is a pastor we all believe that as mothers anyways that our children are perfect but i'm here to tell you that mine are not I love my boys more than life itself, but I never want them to have that hanging over them that if they fall, if they fail, if they make a mistake, it's not okay because my mom thinks I'm perfect and I never want them to be fearful to come and talk to me when they fall just because I've told everyone that they're perfect. And I was convicted in my spirit a few years ago about that because I would say that all the time, you know, my kids are perfect and aren't they so handsome? And of course, I believe they're handsome. I believe that they are very close to perfect, but I never want them to have that high standard that is unattainable by anyone but Jesus Christ hanging over their heads. So I want to read you these last two sentences that I just read in the chapter two episode of From Grief to Grace. Free yourself from the burden of being perfect. Now, when we feel that we must 
reach perfection in everything that we do, it becomes a burden. It literally takes the joy out of everything that we do, whether it's baseball or writing or singing or doing hair tutorials. Goodness knows I love to watch hair tutorial videos and I'm 34. <laughs> but it's so interesting to me watching these girls do braids. And sometimes I feel sorry for the social media influencer or the girl who everyone wants to be. I have a girl who is very close to my family and without even asking for it, she was given this leadership role in everyone's life, even people she didn't know. And I remember watching her as she was growing through all of this and she felt maybe a little vulnerable and maybe like she couldn't really share her true struggles because everyone was watching and everyone expected her to be perfect. And I think she's pretty close to perfect and she's a great girl and a great leader, but it's a lot of pressure when you're 12 years old to be everyone else's leader, everyone else's influencer. And it makes it really, really tough to make mistakes because everyone's watching you. And as long as you're doing what everyone else wants you to do and the way that everyone else wants you to do it, then you're okay. But the moment that you decide to let your guard down and truly be who God wants you to be, then you can be put on a chopping block. And that's a huge load to bury, uh, to carry. And it's a huge burden for so many young girls. And my heart goes out to them because without even asking for it, they were suddenly a, a leader among their generation. And whereas that is a great honor if you don't have the right people in your life molding you and teaching you how to be a leader and how to use this great opportunity for good, then it's really, really easy to fail. And when you fail so publicly, it's very hard to regain your confidence. So I encourage you, young girl, young boy, wherever you are, free yourself from the burden of perfection and just be who God created you to be. Use your platform for good, but don't feel that you are unable to make mistakes or you are above reproach because when you get to that level, it's so difficult to fall and come back on top because everyone's watching you. Everyone has unrealistic expectations. I remember that as a young girl, I felt so exposed because I was so different. And now it's more normal and more common to be a family that is not all together together for a lack of a better way to say it. But when I was growing up, it wasn't as common and I felt so isolated. I felt so different because my parents could not 
make their relationship work. And my dad chose to walk away really without giving us a choice. My mom didn't have a choice to fight because my dad chose to give up and walk away. And sometimes I wish that he would have been more aware of the things that he was leaving behind, the heartache that he left behind, the the failures that he set his children up for. And it's such a lonely road whenever you feel that no one understands you and because because the church is afraid of new and different it's not talked about and so people misunderstand who you are and they assume that you're one way and you're really not and the thing is children and teenagers and even you know we grow to be adults we have no control over what our parents do but their mistakes label us their successes put us in a arena where we have opportunities and we are set apart but their failures label us and prevent us from opportunities and as a pastor's wife I want to see the church grow outside of this closed-minded mentality that you have to come from a certain walk of life to be successful in ministry and to be able to influence others and I just wanted to take the time to tell a girl or a boy that is hurting to find joy in the middle of the chaos that is in your home. You don't have control over the house you live in, over the family you were born into, but you do have control over how it shapes your future. I understand that it's hard. I understand that it's not what you signed up for, not what you wanted, and social media has given you an all-access pass to watch all of the other kids' lives who seem to have a perfect, put-together family. And that's what you want. I get it. Oh, I get it. But I encourage you, dig deep. If you want more, if you want a life other than the one you were given, the easy road is giving up on God. The easy road is going to parties and rebelling, not caring, and formulating this closed-minded, simple-minded, really, mentality that God has done this to you, that he put you here. He did not place you here. He, however, will use where you are for your good. He will use it as an opportunity for growth if you let him. My husband was preaching recently and said that we have to encourage ourselves sometimes. When you're lonely and there's no one there to pump you up and to lift you up, you have to be the person to encourage yourself. And remember, I'm going to read you this last line 
because I know you didn't ask for the life you have. You didn't ask for your parents to divorce. You didn't ask to have to have those awkward conversations that have to explain where your dad is or where your mom is or why you can't go to a youth event because you're being raised by a single parent and they don't have the money to send you. I know it's hard, but don't give up on God. Dig deeper into your relationship and allow him to use what the enemy meant for evil for your good. Free yourself from the burden of being perfect. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to talk about where you are. You don't have to be embarrassed or ashamed of where you are because you couldn't control the life you were given, but you can control the life you will have. Find joy in the middle of the chaos because unfortunately, divorce is messy and fitting in is overrated. It's okay to be different. My 12 year old told me the other day, mom, it's okay to be weird. <laughs> And of course, I don't like to call him weird, but his intentions were so pure and so good. And he's right, you know. It's okay for people to think you're different. It's okay for people to think you're weird. Own it. Own who you are. Own where you are. And go against the tide. Show people that your strength comes from God. Because do you know what? When you feel isolated and you feel like everything is falling apart and you feel like because you don't have what you think you're supposed to have just because other kids your age have it, you will find as you grow, those things are not necessary. You are gonna be okay if you allow God to plant himself deep within your soul. You can look past today and see what your future holds and who you want to be. It's okay to start living the way you want to end up. It's okay to look past where you are. People don't have to understand you as long as you understand that God is in control of your situation. God is in control of your circumstance. You don't need for everyone around you to understand you. One day you're gonna look back and you're gonna be able to use everything that you went through to help someone else. That's the prayer you should be praying today. God, help me use my circumstance and my situation to later on help a friend or help a young person who also is living the way that I am living. I love you. I believe in you. I may not know you, but I want you to trust that I believe in you and who you can be. Do you know why? Because I have been where you are. I know the road that you walk. And God brought me such a long way. 
I hope you enjoy the rest of these episodes and I hope to add some more bonus material as I read. But today, I want for a student, a young person, a teenager, a child to understand that if you are being raised by a single parent or if your parents are divorced and you now have step parents, I know everything is not easy. I know everything is not how you want it to be, but fitting in and being just like everyone else is overrated. Don't set your sights to fitting in with your peers and fitting in with the crowd. Set your sights to fitting into the mold that God has created and uniquely designed just for you because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. See you next time. I truly hope that as you join me on this journey from grief to grace, that you are inspired and you learn to believe in yourself and love yourself. Until next time, friend, I hope that you learn to find grace and expose it in every situation in your life. See you next time. Thank you.